0: Welcome to His Glory. I hope you're doing well today. All right. So I wanted to make a video today um, to talk about something that God showed me this morning. And um, there's one thing that He just keeps um, showing me over and over and over again. Um, And I know I say this often, but it is a warning and it is a a message for the church and the unbelievers. This is for everyone. Um, Every morning... I seem to be given the same messages, and I just really feel in my spirit just this urgency. Um, And this morning, I really just um, sought the Lord and asked Him what He wanted to talk about, because this podcast is about Him, for Him, and I'm just a vessel that I want Him to use to speak to people that need to hear Him or speak to His children, speak to anyone that is needing this guidance right now. So God um, spoke to me about Matthew 24 and 25 today. So I'm going to be talking about this. Okay. Um, I do believe as always, I will keep saying this over and over again, but I do believe that the rapture of the church is very soon and God is coming for his bride. And I will tell you that his bride needs to be ready. That's why he is refining the church. He's um, seeking out those that are seeking him and, You know, those that are knocking on the door, uh, God is opening that door for them and he is coming in and refining your life. He is convicting you of your sin. He is trying to get many people on the narrow path and get them off the broad way. Um, Satan as well is coming against the church. He's coming against many people and he is trying to get the opposite, which is to get people stuck in the world, stuck on um, things of this world and off of Christ he wants to make you busy he wants to keep you distracted Um, any way that he can do that he's going to do that today so it's really important that you see Lord, the Lord with all your heart, your mind and your soul. Um, this is a warning. Um, this is something that God is requiring of his church right now because the days are growing very wicked. And if you have eyes, even people that don't have the Holy Spirit can see with their natural eyes that there is something going on in the world that's just not right. Um, they are seeing things transforming um manifesting, uh, just things that are changing. Um, just the, 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 what would you say? Um, how would I put this? Um, it's like the morality of the world has transformed into something so unrecognizable. It is unbelievable what I am seeing, what I'm hearing. I'm just appalled Um, I am just shocked. Um, If you would have showed me this 10 years ago, I would have never guessed that this would be um, on the forefront. Um, And many people um, are okay with it. Many people are are accepting the wickedness because why? Because Satan rules this world and God is trying to get his children to stand up and have a voice and to be warriors for the kingdom of God. So I wanted to share this because God has laid in my heart, that the warning, um, the urgency that it, people need to get ready and right with God. And whatever God is convicting you in your life, it's time to clean up your house. It's cl- time to clean up your temple, your house, um, and get ready for the Lord. All right, so I'm going to start in Matthew 24, and it says, I'm going to start here in verse five, okay? And it says, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ and shall deceive Many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So right here, we know um, if you are watching what's going on with Russia, you can see that the wars and the rumors of wars and everything that's happening right now. This is um, really transpiring. And I know and I know. um, Thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me of this. Um, I know there's a lot of mockers. Oh, this has been going on since the beginning of time. I will tell you that if you are in the word of God and you're reading scriptures, nothing like it is today is transpiring the way it is today. The things that are happening is biblical. Everything is just like the the pages are just coming alive. And there's so many things that are happening, especially with, um, the, what's happening in Israel, of course, as well. So everything is just transpiring. It is happening before our eyes. And why is this why is it so crucial for us to be in the Word? Because God gives us markers to look for before the rapture of the church. Okay. So we know. That we are in tribulation, but we're not in the great tribulation. So I want to get this very clear. The great tribulation is the wrath of God, and we are not appointed to the wrath of God. And that is in the word that is biblical. And I should have pulled that scripture up. Um, But God clearly says that we are not appointed to wrath. The wrath of God is for those that are wicked and that do not want to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. During the time of the Great Tribulation, those that are left here will have a chance to give up their life for the kingdom of God, and they will have to sacrifice their own life and be put to death in order to get into heaven. But right now we live in the age of grace. The grace is a gift of God that you can choose with your own free will to accept the calling of Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Now, if you refuse that and you just just want to live in the world, you do not want to adhere to the calling of God, then you will be left here and you will have to endure horrible things and you will have to give up your life in order to enter the kingdom of God. So I want to get this very clear. We are not in the Great Tribulation yet. We are in tribulation, but we're not in the Great Tribulation. Trust me, we are not there. God said it will be like no other time. We are not there. Yes, it's hard right now, but we are still able and we still have the freedoms to do things. Then at that time, they will not. They will have to have a mark. They will have to have the beast mark on them to get food to buy and to sell, you will not be able to live without it. And this is how many people are going to succumb to the mark, the mark of the beast, because they will not be willing to die for Jesus. Okay, so we're not there. We're not there yet. Um, but things are heating up and things are are transpiring before our eyes, and we're able to see that these markers are happening and for us to get right with God. God never does anything without warning and sending messengers and telling you what's ahead. So um, let's get back to scripture, okay? All right, so... He says, um, for nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. And this is happening. I mean, we, we have famines, we have pestilences, and earthquakes have been pretty rampant um, just in the last two years. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness, and all nations, and then shall the end come." When you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation and this is right here in this scripture now we're it's jumping around but it is telling you this is what's going to happen when the Antichrist comes through and this is after the church is gone when you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place whosoever readeth let him understand this is the Antichrist then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains, let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of the house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to his clothes and woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in winter, neither on the Sabbath day for then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. This is what God is telling you. The great tribulation is going to be incredibly hard and except those days should be shortened. There should be no flesh saved. I mean, God is saying unless he shortens the days, nobody would be would survive. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. If there be any, if then, if any man shall say unto you, lo, here is Christ or there, believe it not, for there shall rise false Christ and false prophets and shall shew great signs and wonders insomuch that it were possible they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert. Go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers. Believe it not. Sorry, I have my cat in my lap <laughs> and her nails are like digging. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, stop here, but I'm trying to shift her around because she's like digging into my legs. Okay, let's get back here. For the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth unto, unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For who, whosoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Okay, immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be dark and the moon shall not give her light. And the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. Mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with great sound of the trumpet, and then shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heaven to the other. Now learn a parable: of the fig tree, when his branches yet tender and put it forth leaves, you know the summer is nigh. So likewise, when you shall see all these things, know that then near that. It is near, even at the door. Verily I say unto you that this generation shall not pass till all these things shall be fulfilled. And we know the generation. Um, we believe that this is this generation, our generation. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the son of man be. And I want to say that we are there. I mean, we are there right now. Um, There was so much going on in the days of Noah. They, I don't know um, if any of you know all this, but why God flooded the world. Um, Many people don't know this, but um, I would encourage you to read the book of Enoch because it really gives you insight um, and it really will tell you why God flooded the world because many people, many Christians don't even know this. So, you know, when Noah was around during that time, They had the fallen angels that had come down um, and they were, you know, with with human beings. They impregnated women. They thought they were beautiful and they created the giants. And so the seed of God was corrupted. There was hardly any any person that was pure. Um, They were corrupting the DNA of God and um, the giants were insatiable. They were eating um, all the beasts. They were eating the people. Um, And so Noah and his family were of God's seed and he wanted to save them. So um, and this is what was going on um, in that time. Um, A lot of people do not want to believe that giants from the world. Yes, they do. And they did. Um, There's so many things out there that are being revealed right now. It's up to you to seek out a thing. So I would definitely do that. Um, But just knowing the fundamental basics of why God flooded the world is so important for you to understand Because so many people just do not, cannot wrap their head around this. Um, You have been brainwashed from the time that you were born. You've been indoctrinated by lies and you need to come out of that lie. God wants to open your eyes and your mind and your spirit to the truth of um, everything that you've been taught from the time you were born. And I hate to say it, but school is an indoctrination of your children. They just feed them lies. A lot of our history is lies. I mean, come on, you cannot believe what these people have been telling you. So it's up to you to seek out God will give you and lead you to truth. This is a fact. So during the time of Noah, what was happening, the things that are happening today, I mean, a lot of things that are had, they're corrupting the seed of God. They're messing with DNA. They're doing this stuff. I mean, this is this has been going nothing new under the sun. God says what has been will be again. There's nothing new. This has all been done before. So we're here. We're in the days of Noah. And right now, God is telling people to get on the ark he's he's sending people he's sending me he's sending other people who are trying to warn people messengers people trying to tell you get on the ark it's time to get on the ark the flood is coming get on the ark jesus is coming he's coming for his bride um he is trying to warn people of what's happening because as he says but as the days of noah so shall it be before the son of man comes so it's time to get on the ark The ark is the door is shutting. So people need to wake up and really start to come out of the world. I mean, I don't know why you would want to hang on to this world. What does this world have? I mean, literally, think about this. What what does this world have to offer you? I mean, you're here for just a small fraction of time. What is it? What's intriguing about it? I don't I don't get it. That you would want to sacrifice your internal life. It just makes no sense to me. But again, I'm I just I'm I'm trying to wake you up. I'm trying to wake you up to the truth. And I need you to go and seek out the Lord and seek the truth. All right. So for as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the Ark. And that's what they're doing right now. I, I mean, I had I went out, I was out um, um, I guess it was last weekend or so, and I'm just watching people like it just seems sometimes I'm just amazed. When I see people in bars and, you know, just out eating and restaurants and just out and about, and I'm just like, wow, if God came right now, how many of these people would be here or gone? Like how many of them? I mean, it's like some of these people are just so like nothing's going on. It's just really hard for me because I see the world through such a different lens. And I, and I am just like amazed that there's just so many people that are just going on with their life as though we have forever or that they're just not aware of the times that we're in. And this is exactly what they were doing then and what they're doing now. And it was just really bothering my spirit because I'm looking at all these people like a lot of them. I mean, I saw a lot of drunk people that just fallen everywhere. And I'm like, you're just so lost. You're just so lost into what is really happening in the world right now. So I wanted to uh, stress this right here because um, this is what God has been showing me. And it's so true. It's just like as the days of Noah, they're just eating and drinking and marrying and giving a marriage as nothing life goes on, right? And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the son of man be. And this is what exactly is going to happen. The rapture is going to happen. God's going to swoop his people, his bride out of here. And all these people are going to be screaming and left behind facing the great tribulation. And then it goes on to say, then shall shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doeth come. But know this, that if the good men of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be you also ready for in such an hour you think not the son of man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Who as his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming." And shall begin to smite his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunken. The Lord of the servants shall come in a day when he looketh not for him and in an hour that he is not aware of and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites that shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And and then he shows me because this is I was reading this both together. And this is um, Matthew 25. And I know I did a podcast on the, the, uh, the virgins. Um, and this is the 10 virgins. And um, I'm not going to go through this again, but um, I'm just going to tell you that this is exactly a good example of the people that are ready and the ones that are not, the foolish. Who are the foolish? These are the lukewarm. This is what I, I believe. I believe that it is, um, the 10 virgins as five were the wise, the, the ones that are striving right now to stay on the narrow path. They are striving to be, um, righteous in their life and holy. They are living for the Lord. They put him first and they want to be on the narrow path. Okay. Is that mean Does that mean that those people are perfect? No, but they truly strive for Christ to be first in their life. Okay. And they want to live holy. The other five were the foolish. These are the these are the lukewarm. And um when when Christ come, many of these people are going to be stunned, they're going to be Surprised Because why? Because, and like I've said millions of times, because they are led in churches to believe all you have to do is just say this one little prayer and you're good to go. Go live your life as you want. There's no sacrifice. There's nothing. You just say that prayer. You go live as you want to live, live in the world, and you're saved. This is the, this is the great lie that many churches feed their congregation, and many people are going to be left here and many pastors as well. Um, I do believe um, that that is going to be a fact. Um, And I will say this, and I keep saying this, many of those pastors' blood of all those congregations are going to be on their heads for not telling their congregation the truth. The truth is that we are in the last days. It's time to get your congregation ready because you're responsible for every single person in that place. And when you don't lead them, the way you're supposed to by the Holy Spirit, then you are in great danger. And those people that are in there are as well. So um, also, I'm going to read this because the goal of all this, the goal of everything that we're enduring and everything that we're going through comes to this right here. And this is in Matthew 25, 21. It says, His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. This is what we want to hear. This is what I want to hear when I go to heaven. You did everything I asked you to do. You were obedient. You are a faithful servant. And that's what I've longed to hear because I have to answer to him daily. I have to, he is who I'm striving to please, not man, him. And I have to be obedient. And I want to just say to you, if you are not, you're still on the fence. I mean, time is ticking. And I'm not just saying this as a fear-based thing, like you just better hurry up so you get on, get on the boat. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that, you know, if God has been own your heart and been really convicting you you have you have to make a decision this is a warning to you i am i'm talking to you right now that god wants you to lay it down at his feet surrender everything that you have everything that you are to him and allow him to rule your life and to guide your life get on the narrow path get on the boat get on the ark time is running out. We don't have much time, guys. I don't know what day, what hour it's going to come. But I'm telling you, every single morning that I wake up, God gives me this morning, And I have to be obedient. I have to and I have to keep beating this drum because at some point, it matters because God wants us to get out and I have to be obedient and I have to tell you that God loves you he wants you in the kingdom of God he wants you at the at the wedding feast and that heaven is going to be so much better so much better than what you could ever imagine um, this life is fleeting it is a blip on a, it's like a piece of sand on this on the beach I mean it's just such a small part of your life we have eternity to go to and God is here God is here get in the word of God. Church, strengthen your, your relationship with him. Everything that's happening in this world, you're going to need him because I don't know what we're going to have to go through before he gets here. I don't know. I don't I have no idea, but I want to be ready and prepared and no fear. And I, I want to be a warrior for him, no matter what that calling and what, whatever he asked me to do, we need to be willing and in a vessel of willingness for the kingdom of God, because someone out there may need you to get into the kingdom. Amen. All right, so I'm going to pray right now. Um, I hope you're blessed today, and I hope this helps someone. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Jesus. I just praise your holy name, Father. I just praise you and thank you, Father, for your word today. And I ask you that whoever needs to hear this, Father, that you will touch them wherever they are today, God, that no matter what they're going through, no matter what they're facing, that, God, that you will fill them with the strength and the glory and your love, Father, and just Encourage them to give up this world and to follow you, God, to lay it all down. Give them the courage and the strength. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. God bless.